Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout uh, episode number 47 for July 6th, 2022. Uh, my name is Marty Sleva, and as always, I'm joined by Casey Wosu and Nick Calandra. Uh, and oh, ooh, we have a humdinger today. Usually our shows are real shit, but today it's a great one. We have a great one. We have a great, great main topic, which you're seeing uh, You're seeing on the art. We're going to talk about uh, the, the reports that uh, Rockstar scrapped um, remasters of Red Dead Redemption 1 and GTA 4 after the backlash from their, their shoddy uh, GTA trilogy ports and instead are firing on all cylinders and having everyone focus on GTA 6. So we're kind of going to unpack that as well as the modern state of Rockstar and see like what do we want from arguably the biggest developer on the planet. Uh, we're also going to be going over all the, the, the movies and, and TVs and video games we've been playing. But first, you know what we should do? We a little some some breaking news happened right before we right before we went live. A couple of release right. date shiftings. We uh, the, the release date gods giveth and uh, taketh. So uh, Sony <laughs> Sony <laughs> pusheth and and pulleth. Uh, so Sony released a blog post uh, saying that uh, God of War Ragnarok is coming uh, this November, November 9th, uh, to PlayStation Five and PlayStation Four. So I'm um, sadly not on that real spiteful November 11th date that uh, <laughs> that that Starfield previously occupied. Like I was really hoping for like that real they like they just, just straight up take their place. Yeah, yeah. I thought uh, that would have been it really just funny. Me, but... Or did that announcement feel like it just landed with a thud? <laughs> what like, the God of War thing? Yeah, like I thought there would be a little bit more uh, pizzazz behind it. Well, yeah, I'm... Sony's been kind of doing that a lot lately, though. Like, I think Gran yeah. Turismo's release date was released the same way. It's just like, yep, it's coming this day. See ya. Spurt. I feel like Corey Barlog had to yell at a bunch of people on Twitter because they were being real shitheads about them announcing a release date. So, like, yeah, I feel like after you get yelled at and then they go and give you the thing you asked for, like, you kind of sit there in silence and you don't. You don't really yeah. respond to it. It's like it would have been funny you. if they were like, "Oh, we had like a big thing planned, like a whole live stream and a game <laughs> you guys ruined it, everything." So right, yeah, no, <laughs> you just get a fucking blog post and a thirty-second CG trailer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was uh, yeah accompanied alongside uh, like a, a CG trailer of uh, uh, Atreus and uh, Kratos fighting, uh, I believe Fenrir, which is uh, the the big wolf god who in Norse mythology is uh, Loki's son. And I'm gonna be honest, in this story, I'm not sure how that's gonna work. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't want to spoil God of War one for you guys, but I'm not sure how, how that wolf is Loki's son. But um, yeah, where are you guys? Like, what's what's uh, temperature check? Where are you guys at on? You know, it's gonna be four and a half years since um, God of War 2018. Um, um, how are you guys feeling for this sort of being one of the bigger games of the fall? I'm super excited for it. I'm just ready for the next part of that story. I mean, and I like I don't have a ton of hype behind it because I just I know what to expect a good game. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of waiting for it now. It'll be here when it's here. Yeah, it, it kind of seems like a foregone conclusion that, that the game's probably going to be really good because uh, the first one was, like, really, really good. Yeah. And, and like, video games tend to get better on their second sequel. Like, over mm-hmm. time... Crackdown like, 2 says hello. To... Yes, the last one <laughs> 2 does say hello. I am a better game. Hello. No, I said Crackdown 2... Money. How do you hear? You just you just want to hear the Last of Us for everything. I, I'm gonna be honest. Both of us have selective hearing. <laughs> no, just you. <laughs> you say, it, the first game hit a high water mark, so the second one can either match that and be perfectly fine, or mm-hmm. you know do a little better and be even much you know better. So I have I haven't really been hyped for it um, because there's kind of a lot else to play in the meantime. Yeah. So whenever it gets here, uh, I'll be fine to play it then. Or yeah, a little bit because if I'm still in the middle of something else. 
So I don't know. I, I think it's it's. I wasn't like super hyped for it, but I, I'm pretty sure it'll be good. Yeah, it's interesting because um, November is pretty light as of the moment. Like October is pretty packed, um, but then November, the only other big game that's been dated has been Pokemon on November 18th. So um, this slipped into that November 9th. Um, we're still waiting on like if Nintendo has other stuff, and and um, like Ubisoft hasn't made their fall uh, lineup you know public, which we'll probably see. Later this week with Skull of Bones, and then in September with yeah, uh, the Ubisoft Skull presentation that they announced earlier this week. Yeah, which they announced later this week. So there's a good chance, you know, that between that and then some of the EA games that, you know, sporto things and racing games and stuff, that they'll fill those in. But um, yeah, I'm really excited for, for God of War. I mean, I think that God of War was probably my favorite first-party Sony game of last generation, mm-hmm. I think. Like, yeah, I definitely I think they had a lot of really good ones. Stuff. Like, I, I think I, I like had a, a lot of average ones and then one really good one, which was were, no Spider Man was really good. <laughs> yeah, they, they had quite more than a few <laughs> average. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider Man is better than average. Everything yeah. else is average, though. And I think we all agree The Last of Us Part Two was a masterpiece. So we don't need to. We don't need to. <laughs> yeah, I haven't played that, it yet, so yeah. I can't. Can't really. Uh, Oh my god! I want to train, Marty. I want to get your take on it. Like, removed from all like the bullshit. Um either hype or anti-hype from it at some point. Uh, Or just never play it and you'll be fine. (laughs) It's on my to-do list. I like the first game, but I did think the first game was overhyped in terms of like Mm -hmm. mechanics. It told a great story, like fantastic story. Gameplay was very average, which tends to be the case for those Sony first-party joints. What if the first game was uh, 15 hours too long? Is that that kind of... May I give you the last part part too? A very long game, yeah. (laughs) Um, Very long, weirdly yeah. paced. It's <laughs> great. Hurt good, people, hurt people. Game the game. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, great game. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we so we have that slotted into the uh, November 9th slot. And then at the same time, I think literally like around the same minute, uh, Square Enix uh, put up a little uh, Twitter post about Forspoken, which was originally supposed to come out this spring, uh, got delayed till October. And then the uh, little post said, uh, as a result of ongoing discussions with key partners, we've made the strategic decision to move the launch date of Forspoken to January 24th, 2023. All the game elements are now complete and development is in the final polishing stages. What were we saying, Nick? Which is also the same week as Dead Space, I think. It's literally two days or three days before Dead Space. So January is already uh, getting off to a nice, nice busy start. Um, Yeah, I don't think we were that surprised by this. It was a game that has looked promising like all, all the parts together have looked promising they just haven't really like capital s shown it to us um mm-hmm. you know and and the closer we got and the more they were like showing off final fantasy 16 and final fantasy 7 remake part 2 and crisis core it was sort of like have you guys just like what about this game what about this yeah, game that yeah. was supposed to come out a couple months ago so um yeah they need to do really a deep hope- dive on that game because i i still remember, yeah i don't have any idea what it is uh the trailer what the flow done. is like is it open world like how i know it's like an action game but like how deep are the rpg elements that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i know yeah, it's kind of like an isekai of a modern day woman being transported to a fantasy world um my main, yeah, my main concern it, but I, yeah, I'm not really looking forward to that one yet because I, I don't know enough about it. But my main concern is like that open world looked really, really barren in the trailers, uh, which is yeah, you know, it did seem like she's kind of flying around a, a desert or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, uh, I mean, I do want to know more. Yeah, we just don't know enough for me to be excited. But like, mm-hmm. they've shown enough that I'm like, can I get the rest of this? So I do I know whether or not to be excited. 
Yeah, and we also don't know like what's the. It looks like it's much more of like a real time action game than even like Final Fantasy fifteen was. So it's kind of like, well, how's that going to feel? Um, and we know like Square's sort of moving in that direction with even found the seven remake kind of felt like that. Sixteen definitely feels like it's going in the real time action direction by bringing in the combat director of uh, Devil May Cry five and everything. So um, yeah, I don't know, but I'm like yeah, very curious, but. Um, Perfectly fine with them uh, pushing it a little bit to to make sure it doesn't, you know, launch in a wibbly wobbly state. Um, yeah. So I guess with that, uh, we can move on to uh, our our main topic, which was the other news this week of uh, a port uh, report coming out of Kotaku that, um, uh, yeah, Rockstar was working on uh, you know modern gen remasters of Grand Theft Auto Four and Red Dead Redemption One, and then after the uh, really shoddy performance and reception to those really god-awful uh gta 3 trilogy remasters uh decided to scrap those projects and instead put all hands on deck um to be working on gta 6 which i imagine they've been working on for a very long time considering gta 5 was nine years ago at this point um and the only like major new game they've released since then has been uh red dead 2 so um i mean that that's a pretty big game though <laughs> a really big game no it is a really big game and again one of my you know that and god of war were probably my two favorite games of, of 2018 um you know i think both of those games are like masterpiece ish um but i guess like what do you how do you guys sort of take this news and is do you, do you want rockstar to just be the grand theft auto a dead redemption studio almost like bethesda you know swapping back and forth between yeah, Fallout Skyrim, and Skyrim? Um, or, you know, do you want them to sort of become the old Rockstar again and make some weird one-off games like they did in, like, the PS2 era? Yeah, I gotta be honest. Like, I'm not that excited for GTA 6, really. Um, like, GTA... I, I've never actually even finished GTA 5 story. I just never kind of stick with it. I get, like, halfway through and get bored because I, I just find the gameplay of GTA and... and Red Dead to feel so outdated nowadays. Um, even though I still like, I still I loved Red Dead Redemption too, just because it's a different, like the the Western setting. I love that, um, and the story was really good. I think Rockstar is extremely good at telling stories, but it's kind of like gotten to like one of those games where, like, I don't know if Red Dead's world really huge open world really benefited the gameplay at that point, aside from like looking really pretty and giving you fun ways to move around it. Like his story is so linear, just going from point to point to point. Like I'd rather Rockstar make like a really, you know, very well crafted linear experience and then leave their open world stuff to their, you know, GTA online and all that, where like you can really mess around with the sandbox. Uh, Cause I gotta be like, you know, GTA sandbox at this point is really, you know, blow things up, shoot things and then get the cops after you. And that's really about it. Right. Like, I don't know. It's not, there's no other elements at play with that. Uh, like I, I until 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 you get yeah, to the on, well, 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 let me rephrase it. In the single player part, when you get to online, then you can create races, and they got all the different shenanigans that you can do online. But as far as their single player experience, yeah, like their sandbox doesn't do a whole lot to really add to the game at this point. No, I think that's that's actually fair because uh, I think we've talked about this before. How, like, in order to craft like a compelling story that kind of hits the way you want it to hit you do have to guide the player by the hand 
And that usually takes a linear story, which is why Sony has excelled, I guess, in doing exactly that with like their more linear uh, third person action games or whatever. It's just that Rockstar is so good at making big open worlds that feel real that mm -hmm. they're going to do it regardless of whether or not the story needs that whole city. So it does feel like two different games. We're like, okay, we have the same city, but in the city you have this linear story for single player, and then we can use that city to put a bunch of players in for our multiplayer side. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I loved Grand Theft Auto V. Like, I thought the story in that game and the, all the gameplay mechanics in that single player story were fantastic. But I, I absolutely agree. Like, yeah, like they just used that city as a backdrop to lead you through all those missions. Yeah. But I was fine with that because I thought it was a fun campaign. And I also like the online mode where I was running around with friends doing, you know, funny stuff in that city. Like there's there's all sorts of like shenanigans you get up to. Like you could steal jets from like the bases. Like you can do races where you're flying jets and uh, jet skis and, you know, speedboats or whatever. Like it, there's all sorts of nonsense in, in that stuff, which is just, it's just a fun sandbox playground. I was gonna say um, it actually feels like a sandbox a lot of games right. are like our multiplayer is a sandbox whereas like that like is literally just like well here's a bunch of tools yeah. go do what you want right like they, they opened up a literal casino uh yeah. some time ago like you could be in there just like gambling and like winning either money or like stuff like there's a wheel you spin in there that like if you're lucky enough you just get a new car uh that you drive around the city in gta like so i i, I feel like they're probably acutely aware of that dynamic as well. Like they're putting in all this work on a city that they don't get to use as much when they build a single player campaign, which is why I guess they haven't in terms of DLC stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'm wondering like if they are focusing so heavily on a six, if they'll make it more so that the single player story is more of a multiplayer thing. We're like, all right, as a group, you can go through a bunch of missions and stuff. Cause uh, like, even, even though that's probably going to, you know, piss off a bunch of like uh, diehards and loyalists or whatever to like the old Rockstar formula. It's probably going to do gangbusters in terms of like sales. And well, like, I think honestly, I think people, that's, that's what the goal. I think people want more of those license aspects in GTA. Like Andrew Hickenbottom sent a super chat that I was literally going to make that point before they sent it in. It was like, uh, if Grand Theft Auto goes more in that life sim direction where like, yeah, you could be a, you know, running a casino a la ozark and and uh, you know helping out like a mob on the side or something like that or you know taking mm -hmm. all these make it more of like an rpg kind of thing with those story uh aspects in place that that would be interesting to me i think they need to update their formula just a little bit um in in, in that regard or maybe you know the online portion is kind of like that but yeah i can't say like i'm it's just my taste i've updated over the years where i'm just not super excited to run through a city kind of doing the same thing I've done in GTA a million times now. Um, uh, but as far as, uh, but as far as Marty's other point, like is just switching between Red Dead and Grand Theft Auto, I would love to see like Rockstar take what KC said and like their, you know, open world expertise and go fantasy or sci-fi or something new from them in that regard. Because like, I think they do that so well. Um, Cause you know, it, yeah, it's fun to explore like Red Dead Redemption 2, but it's also like, a very naturalistic landscape so you kind of know what you know you're going to find some secrets and all that but it's nothing like wow you know i think i feel like i almost liked red dead because it was one of the rare games where it did feel like i was like uh actually exploring a real slice of the earth whereas um i think there are a lot of fantasy and sci-fi games um you know you can play skyrim or witcher you know fallout or starfield or any of those um I, I, but I, that being said, I do, 
I wish they would sort of go back to the rock star that was willing to do these strange kind of one-off uh, almost experiments. Um, you know, going back to even uh, stuff like Manhunt and uh, Bully and table tennis, like that was pretty much a game for them to work on their physics engine for, for uh, mm-hmm. GTA 4. Um, Midnight Club, um, even I, I really... I know a lot of people are, are sort of sour on it. I really like Max Payne 3. I love Max Payne 3. I think Max Payne 3 is such a weird and sort of singular vision. Um, and it's incredibly stylish. And it's like, it, I, I understand why a lot of people don't like it, especially coming off Max Payne 2. But um, I really thought it was interesting. And I'm, I'm kind of bummed that over the years we've had so many moments where they've announced the project and then it's never come to fruition. And whether that was, you know, Agent, which was their... Uh, their sort of spy-centric game I that think, was going to be yeah. a Sony exclusive. Uh, they had a game called The Horror of the Orient that was like a, a I think like a sort of a adventure game set in 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 Asia. Um, well, that was and that was the team ahead. that was the team that made uh, L.A. North. It was Bondi, kinda, yeah, Bondi or Bondi. I'm sorry, uh, Amy's in the chat. I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Amy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, we, we've said it before with a lot of studios. Like I'm, I'm really excited by uh, like Obsidian allowing that smaller team to make a game like Pentiment, while their bigger studio, oh, while the bigger teams are making, uh, you know, Avowed in the Outer Worlds too. Um, and I would love to have Rockstar like to be able to get these smaller, bite-sized Rockstar experiences, you know, sprinkled throughout the decade. And you know, if Red Dead and and GTA are still their sort of two massive tent poles switching pole position. Um, I'd be fine with that. Um, yeah, I, I, I also was never, I'd never, like GTA 5 never hooked me in the same way that um, the, the PS2 GTA trilogy and uh, GTA 4 did. Like I spent hundreds of hours in those games, but um, despite the fact of GTA 5 being released on, on three generations in a row, um, never, never was able to be hooked. Whereas uh, Red Dead 2, like just absolutely, you know, consumed me. And maybe it's because we get a lot of open world crime game. well seemingly a lot of open world crime games but we don't get a lot of westerns um and and maybe that's what i want i want rockstar sort of uh you know treading waters that a lot of other developers aren't at the time mm-hmm. yeah i just like to read that i just didn't really connect with gta's cast of characters uh i mean i like there's some parts of it I like, but I definitely like like the family dynamic of Red Dead Redemption Two. That's definitely what kept me hooked in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, I'd agree that Red Dead Redemption Two had a better story than. Uh, I mean, Arthur 5. Morgan's like likable, you know. Ultimately, by the yeah. end of the game, I mean, you root for him. I don't, I don't know if he's likable. <laughs> no, I love my murderers. <laughs> I love my cowboy murderers. But um, I don't know, like I. Like I, I really liked GTA V's story. Like I, like its characters were mismatched, but I think that was kind of part of the appeal. Well, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and and the fact that, like, in between the actual like story missions, I mean, no, sometimes even during the story missions, you would literally just wop straight to see what another of those three characters was doing. Like I thought that was actually like really like that's something. Does anything else do that? No. Not in that way. Yeah, where like the other playable characters are still living their lives. Yeah, like they're just like, out around. Like, yeah, like that was really cool, and like we've not really seen anything like that since. Um, and I, I wonder if maybe it's too much work that they'll go back to it again for like six or something. But 
I don't know. Like I, I like that that gimmick, if you want to call it that. Um, I liked all three of the character stories, um, and I and I like what they brought in terms of gameplay. Like because like Nick said, like okay, you do the same sort of thing in GTA all the time, but like they they kind of offloaded that onto specific characters like trevor for example is an agent of chaos and so you feel okay doing that sort of nonsense in that open world even in the single player because it makes sense for him now versus someone like nico bellic who like personality wise like why is he taking a rocket launcher to uh (laughs) to the police station or whatever like that that doesn't really track yeah yeah it was funny because yeah, at its core, it was supposed to be sort of a story about, like, the American dream, about, like, an immigrant coming to America to try to find something more for his life. Um, right. And maybe the rocket launcher to the police station is that more. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I feel like I more and more, maybe GTA 4 might have been on the, on the head. Yeah, I don't know if I want satire in current America, because I don't think it's going to be very satire at this point. I mean, that's almost the tough thing. <laughs> that, with, yeah, that's an issue that they noted, I think. Yeah, is that the the country has become so the world has become so insane that how do you satirize this? I'd, like literally, how do you satirize? Yeah, the last six years of of our lives. Yeah, I did. Um, also, satire in a game that takes this long to make can become outdated pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, They've been pretty good why, about that so far, though. Like, um, what, was there any instance where they released a game and it wasn't kind of on the nose, like, and it wasn't with the the times? Yeah, but I think the times are um, are are evolving at a much uh, faster rate now. Yeah, I mean GTA was GTA Five was what 2012, 2013? 2013. and that was before like yeah, I mean that was before a lot of weird shit has gone on. So I don't know, man. Kojima predicted all of this shit, so I feel like the Housers. He also didn't set, make a big satire off. out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't Kojima, know. I, I, I'm, I'm worried about whatever Kojima makes it because if Kojima's making like a spooky horror game next, I'm like, oh no, are there are ghosts gonna become real? Yeah, yeah. I'm, Does I'm he very, know something we don't? I'm very curious, like how a GTA Six would be re- received nowadays. Like I'm sure, like the wider gaming audience isn't gonna care. Like they're gonna play it and I mean, enjoy it, right? It would, it, it would be a best-selling game. Since oh no, no, I don't know. Yeah. I know that. I, I mean, just the general perception of it, like. Because the press was all over GTA Five when that came out, and they they loved it. I don't think it would be the same for GTA Six anymore. I t- I don't know. I uh... that'd, be, that'd be it's just it's just an interesting thing I've been thinking about as we've been talking about this. Like man, the just the climate for GTA Six. Yeah, you would like to think that the the developers that like the team at Rockstar, and although again, like. I'm sure a lot of the folks, I mean, we know a lot of the leads from uh, the, the GTA 5 and prior era um, are, are gone. Uh, yeah. And, and Leslie Benzies is working on uh, their own game that everywhere, I think, or everything, or which is supposed to be like a, a GTA plus metaverse something. I don't, I don't know. It just seems very exhausting. Well, I, instead of a game with everything, what about a game with like one or two things, but they're done very well? <laughs> what if you give me that game? Um so yeah, it's also like I would never not bet on Rockstar. Like no matter what GTA six is, it's going to be the best selling game of that generation, I probably the following generation. That. Yeah. So um it's it's almost like and and I don't know, they they also just like kinda don't release duds, and maybe that's the point of them scrapping some of those projects that seemed like they were more experimental and and maybe would have been more interesting was they looked at them and said well a game like agent isn't coming together to you know to to break metacritic like 
every one of our games does. Mm. So unless we can keep that incredible ceiling of of quality, um, you know, we're 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 not going to worry about it. Um, I am curious if like how much of GTA Six will be if like the GTA Six single player will be as broad and and huge and massive as GTA Five single player. Or if they're like truly going to double down and uh, uh, focus on um, kind of co-op you know, or online hybrid thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Because like ultimately, we've seen from GTA Online that is where the money is. Um, yeah, but I, I think honestly, I feel think like that's where they're going to go. I, yeah. I don't. I think they're so good at those very character-centric stories. They'd be they'd be stupid not to keep going on with that. I don't. I, I, yeah, I don't think they're going to scrap the stories um no i know you don't but, but I, I don't I, think i don't think making the single player just a another generic sandbox without the the, the characters as rockstar like if you don't focus on yeah I, I can't see them i would say they're still gonna do what they're doing and just leave they have a working formula leave the online stuff and the multiplayer stuff to its own separate thing now give the people what they want with the single player stories yeah and then they and then like, like gta you, online you can like, do both because well they, they have they, they have been in gta online yeah yeah gta right? online like, has all its story stuff but i think you know, all these npcs they, they treat and, like they are the characters in that instance yeah but they treat those games as like two separate things now like red dead red dead online is completely separate from red dead redemption 2 like you can buy it and it also hasn't clicked like it did not no, it click in the same yeah, way that, that one hasn't I don't, and i don't yeah. think i don't think it ever would i mean like there's how much can you really do with you know a western when you don't have jets and tanks and you know all that kind of stuff to fuck around with yeah uh, yeah you kind of have to be a little bit more uh yeah like even tempered and restricted in what you put in the game uh, yeah. as opposed yeah, to that, being like, that one definitely lends itself more to role playing like oh i want to yeah. be like and they, they tried to release stuff that helped with that right like you oh i can be a bounty hunter i can hunt down these things i can be a trapper i'm hunting literal animals across the the yeah. plains or whatever like <laughs> yeah I it's interesting to see oh god well i kind of wish they would go a bit more like zany with it though because they did do that with red dead redemption with the the zombie dlc that they did undead nightmare yeah, yeah, yeah. and i mean like yeah, I, i'm surprised they haven't done like something like bigfoot or something like that in red dead online or you know a lot like of bigfoot talk in the last 24 hours on the escapist <laughs> big, big fan of this Good. This is where you. This is your number one source for for Bigfoot talk. Yeah. Damn um, cryptids. Fucking cryptid. Man, a lot of cryptid talk too. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is interesting to look at Rockstar as uh, the the way they sort of handled their their rollout of GTA um, on the PS2 generation. It was three disparate games. It was GTA three, and then a couple of years later, Vice City, and a couple of years later, San Andreas, which is baffling to me that we got three GTA games in a single generation. <laughs> um, you know, it's kind of crazy to think of. And then uh, for the, the next generation, we had uh, GTA 4, and then we had the two chunks of DLC with The Lost and the Damned and The Ballad of Gay Tony. And mm. so they sort of evolved with the times to, you know, that was like the, the, the rise of the microtransaction and the DLC. And then you have GTA Online and GTA 5, instead of releasing, you know, expansion packs or whatever, it is this ever-evolving world that they you know they they toss in these events and you add, add heists and you add crews and you add casinos and um you know i think a lot of people sort of roll their eyes at it if you're not big into online stuff but like that is their equivalent of releasing new dlc or you know releasing a new game and so i'm curious if with this well, new generation a live service game no it is like, yeah, it is a live yeah. service game yeah. like it, it yeah, like they were <laughs> 
that released uh in the same time period as like Destiny, like the first yeah. Destiny. So yeah, like GTA Online were... didn't launch with GTA Five. Right. Yeah, it wasn't there at launch. I think it came out literally the year of Destiny. Yeah. So like they were like right there at the start of like that becoming like the norm and like the the way to go in terms of like farming money from from a consumer base. So like yeah, they. Yeah. We also think they are heavily invested in it. They've kind of shaped it. Like I can't imagine that they'll abandon it. But like yeah, like the way Destiny is always a live service game like it's not two separate things where you play a single player thing and you play an, a multiplayer thing mm-hmm. like that's all together like I, I i honestly feel like that's what gta 6 is gonna shoot for because i think it just makes more sense to design that way so that everything feeds the machine that they want it to and especially if you can because so i i do not have a lot of time in gta online you aren't transferring anything over from single player GTA into GTA. No, no yeah, completely okay. different character. So it seems like the logical steps would be to uh, allow communication between your progress, right? Is to either uh, yes, allow okay. things you get in online to be used in those single player missions, or if you play through the entire campaign, the the carrot on the end of the string to join online is like, oh shit, all the stuff I unlocked in the campaign, I can bring over, you know, all my money and all my stats or whatever. Um, I can bring over into GTA Online, like in the same way Destiny, you know, the character you use. If you want to solo the game, that character can still be brought in and, and played with all of your friends if you want to really, like, you know, kick the tires on the multiplayer stuff. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It'll, it'll just still be interesting, and Rockstar makes games on Rockstar time. Anytime, like, an insider says, oh, well, the game's coming out in 2024, I'm like, it'll come out whenever they want. Um, we'll wake up one morning, and there'll be a... a, a, a banner image that's just red rockstar will just post a red image and then the internet will break because everyone will freak out knowing that uh red dead 2 is coming um so yeah i mean about the rumors that it's it's set in like uh was it like a modern day vice city and that it'll be like kind of narcos inspired yeah cocaine trade yeah i mean that's a lot of people want a return to vice city because um I personally think that's the most, and to me, that was the most iconic location. And maybe it's because they've sort of dabbled in, you know, like the three and four were ostensibly New York and then San Andreas and five were ostensibly, you know, the, the West coast, um, along with like little, you know, Vegas and San Francisco and stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I think that'd be cool. And then there's always been rumors of what if we include all the cities? What if it's entire America? And I'm like, that's too much. I don't want to do that. I already walked <laughs> across America in Death Stranding, and I don't want to walk across. <laughs> I only have the, I drove across America in the crew. I can like, see you know, we GTA Online it. doing something like that, but not not whatever the yeah. GTA is. Did they ever add um, new? They never added like the old cities to GTA Online, did they? No, no, like you no. can't go to no. No, there's I don't is there any new locations in GTA online? I don't think there is. Like the city stayed the same, but they would introduce like new buildings. Like the right. casino wasn't there at launch. Right. Like that was yeah. but that I think that area was also like cordoned off. Like it, it wasn't like an additional piece of map. It was like kind of under construction. It was like, hey, now it's open. Yeah. So I think they always yeah. intended to do that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, it's it's kind of interesting, like I feel like there's been a lot of story content for GTA online, but I feel like the press has like really just overlooked it. I think there's uh it feels like there's like a barrier to entry. Like you, it feels like when that story stuff come, came out, it's like, well, if I didn't, it's almost like when new destiny stuff comes out, I'm like, well, shit, if I'm not light level 10,000 
can I even consume this? Can I even speak about this? Like, well, it's the Destiny's like a, Destiny's problem is like the lore is so deep now that if you don't keep up with each, I mean, even I didn't realize that even the seasons had story in it, and now they do. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I started up yesterday, and I was like, I'm fucking lost. I don't what happened. I thought I was doing a mission here, and nope, I don't know jack shit about what's going on now. Uh, I don't know if GTA. Yeah, can anyone in chat uh, recommend like a, a Destiny lorist <laughs> on YouTube? Because I really do want to catch like like the little tidbits of stuff I've seen is actually really good. Like I love those Destiny characters and like they have a, a lot of dope story coming out. So I would love to learn more. But uh, yeah, as far as GTA, yeah, is I there like a Vati video of Destiny? I'm sure there is. I think there is, but yeah, yeah they, there has to be. Uh, Stigger says there's new islands added with the last DLC and GTA Online. So I guess I did add it in locations. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't get press releases for GTA Online. I just see like the trailers on Twitter when they release new updates. And <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I think I spent less than a couple hours in GTA Online. Yeah, it's, weirdly, because uh, I, I spent hundreds of hours in GTA 4's multiplayer. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, God, it was kind of a, even... a, it's kind of a dry run for what GTA ahead Online of its time. Yeah, yeah, GTA 4's yeah. multiplayer was definitely ahead of its time. Yeah, like even uh, the first Red Dead's online was kind of similar. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's interesting too to think like, and I, I, like I, I wonder what percentage of of the hundred and fifty million people or whatever who've bought GTA Five have played GTA Online. Well, I mean, based on the amount of money it brings in every year. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. Is that like whales? Is that like a small percentage of whales, or is that know. like uh, not whales like the country, like whales like the the, the animals, the the sea mammals? Um, I don't know. Well, and, yeah, because with that, it, 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 I feel like it might be fifty fifty of people who buy it just to do the single player and don't care about online versus people who buy it and like don't do the single player because they want to play online. Still, like it's still playing it, so they want to just do that. It's still one of the most played games on Steam charts on PC. So I mean. There's a shit ton of people playing that multiplayer, and they're not going anywhere. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't doubt that, but I'm, I'm just wondering if the other half of the people who own that game are only playing the single player. Like, they don't care about the online. Yeah, and I don't think it's... I think it's like... I'm not kidding when I think it is 1% of GTA owners who play online. Uh, like, maybe that's low. That's probably That's low. very I low. I think 10%. There's 118,000 people still online in that game. I there's think. 150 million people who bought GTA 5. Yeah, yeah a but lot of hundred. But, that game but you sold. think, but yeah, but 100 100,000 at 9:35 in the morning Central Time. Like, I mean, you, you <laughs> think about how many thousand. Yes, but think about think about how many think about how many people are signing into that every day though. It's not just 100,000 people right now. It's concurrently 100,000 people plus on consoles and PC signing in. Like you're not going to get an actual percentage, but the multiplayer part is fucking massive <laughs> i think it is 10 percent. i think it's 10 percent because when i think of everyone i know who plays games owns gta 5 yeah i can't pull a single friend in real life who plays gta online but you also don't play I any can't. multiplayer games so <laughs> but i'm not talking about me i'm talking about literally people you just I know. said you like, so other people. <laughs> yeah 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 like i'm talking about all my friends who like like they've all played gta 5 and I don't think any of them have played GTA Online yeah. for more than an hour. I, um, yeah, I think there's I think there's millions of people playing that game online every month, signing into it. Maybe not every day, but it's which would still be less again, less than ten percent. Like it is. Yeah, it is, well, I, I'm not going to question the percentage. I just like it's not. 
I think far more people buy it for for the multiplayer that are going to stick with it longer than just play it one time for the single player. That's insane. I think that is so wrong. Yeah, I, I think that yeah, is I absolutely I wrong. That's true. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, that's a, it's a dumb argument to have, and I don't think we have the, the answers to it, but I think, um, I think, it was built on the single player experience. Yes, like yes, I, I, yes, I understand. One hundred and fifty million people bought it for that, but I think millions and millions and millions of those people did buy it for multiplayer focus. I think. It's yeah, a, I, I think know. it's a. I think it's a a much bigger percent than we probably realize. Just for the amount of money, I mean, they're still supporting it, throwing money into it. I mean, that's. The, and the and the big question for me is like when they do do GTA Six, like what happens? Uh, dude, to G, what happens to GTA Online? Like I don't know. Yeah, know, is it you, just still called GTA Online? Is it like the Warzone thing? Like yeah, you're gonna do two point like a, a big like, update or something? Because right? that's yeah. that's what I'm getting concerned about with like a lot of these service games. Is you know you release the next part where people spent hundreds of dollars on microtransactions and all these cosmetics and things. How do you transfer all that over? How do you keep like? You're making investments into things that are going to go away. Um, well, Rockstar yeah. has always saved that stuff to like their own uh, network thing, right? Their social club thing, because they were able to transfer your stuff from the last generation to the new generation. Yeah, but so now we're talking about completely least, different game. A, yeah, if it's a new game, I think they could yeah. still they could still give you some stuff for it. Like, oh, keep your levels, keep your uh, characters' face and outfits or whatever, and then now just import all of that to the new city and the new location or whatever right. and then they'll, they'll tell you that you can't go back maybe I don't, yeah. one time yeah. trip. I don't know I, I think like the the thing for them to do is keep whatever they've got in gta online and just keep expanding on it but but also like if you have a new you know updated engine and everything like where do you yeah they, yeah. they gotta fix yeah. stuff under the hood for that game honestly because yeah. i mean with, that's that's the thing is like do you keep building on like a 10 year old foundation or do you need to like pull a destiny and be like well destiny 2 is dead we just gotta. Yeah. Or Destiny One is dead. We just gotta move to Destiny Two. Or no, at like this even, point, they, how's they, Overwatch they doing it? Do that. Like, it's, it's your all transferred over. Yeah, it's all transferred yeah. over. It is all transferring over to Overwatch. Yep. And chat, chats, chats, assuming that like the customer base is just stupid enough to keep spending money on GTA Online. Like, yeah, of course they're gonna keep spending money on it. But I think there's gonna be issues within the industry itself about how do you keep people's investment. Like, you know. I think I think it's going to become a problem down the line. I'm like, you know, you're investing all this time and money into service games, and then it just where does that money go? Where does it just goes away? Or the the stuff that you buy. That's why I don't. That's why I don't buy any cosmetics or anything because it's not tangible. You can't keep it. And that's where I think a lot of like the NFT conversation comes in. Is like when you do buy that stuff, you do own it. How do you? Throw up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, that's well, that's but that's like I think a lot of people are like talking about NFTs. Is like when you do buy a cosmetic in a game you actually own it, not just a license to it where, where, where that becomes interesting. That's an, that's an interesting concept when you're thinking about these service games. I just want to own a cool, poorly drawn picture of an ape that someone else can right click and steal. From me. <laughs> or I want the console that has the wallet button in the controller. Did you guys hear about this? No, yeah, you guys heard about this. Oh, web 3.0 platform. Yeah. Wow. Disregard the fact that we use the GameCube logo. Just, Put that put that to the side. Yeah, oh, I think um, at some point folks are just going to need to realize that the the digital stuff that you spend money on isn't real. Like, <laughs> like you can't you can't own that forever because it's not it was never real. No, you know? like, I well yeah, I, that's I know what I'm going to hurt, but well that's what I'm saying. Like I just don't. Where's that? 
that's going to become an interesting conversation when you do have games that have 10-year legacies. Rainbow Six Siege is going to have that conversation when they decide they want to do the next Rainbow Six game. Right, you you spent all this money on operators and characters. No, like the next seed. Yeah, that game's booming. (laughs) That game, that game's dead in the water. But don't uh, say that. There's aliens and monsters. They're great. And you will never play it again. I played it one time. And you will never play it again. That's one time more than I played regular siege. (laughs) (laughs) So far. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Yeah, I'm really uh, the the funny thing about Rockstar is. Also, going back to the, it is baffling to me that we haven't gotten the Red Dead 1 remaster, just because, no spoilers for Red Dead 2, but like by the end of the game, you're like, oh, you put in all the work to make a modern day Red Dead 1 again. Like, you could just do that. Like, you have the character, you have the location, like people have like data mined it and just all of the setting is there. And I'm like, how did you not release this? Like, well, wasn't, weren't there uh, remakes, uh, farmed out to like a satellite studio like it wasn't in-house right so yes. the the gta trilogy was like a another studio that did the oopsie daisy yeah so so i think that was probably the plan is to give them access and let them do it while they handled other <laughs> stuff and since they can't trust them with it they just said yeah why bother? otherwise well, they'd be taken off from i guess whatever what are the plans they have for gta 6 yeah red dead redemption yeah. one already got the 60 fps boost on series x didn't it that's pretty much uh, what you need. That's pretty much I don't what know, actually. I don't know. No, yeah, Just I think yeah, they, they did add some... Well, they didn't add anything, but like it, it does run better than it did before um, on at least the Xbox, I think. I don't know if they did that for yeah, the Sony side. I don't think they did. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like, well, like, like to see all that... I'm kind of with Marty where I'd like to see all that GTA Online mar- money and everything go into smaller projects. I mean, they're making so much fucking money on that. Like, I can't imagine they're pouring it all into just... <laughs> well, I guess I can. They're pouring yeah, it all into GTA. I, that is like, uh, you know, when you when yeah. you have uh, realistically modeled uh, horse testicles that shrivel up in cold weather climates in the games, <laughs> like, that's where that money goes to. Like, the weirdo shit that no one ever recognizes. Um, hey, they spent so much time... <laughs> On those horse like balls? They, they, they spent so much time working on that that they had to say something about it because they knew people weren't going to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we have to make a press release so that folks know what know what happened here. Yeah. That'd be like being like, oh, we've fully rendered your character's nightmares when they sleep. You can't actually see them, <laughs> but your character has the nightmares. Yep. They're there. Yeah, and they are crazy. They're fully in high fidelity. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I imagine we won't hear anything about GTA 6. Uh this year, probably not even next year. I don't know. Maybe next year. Maybe we hear I, about it I next think, year. And I think then we'll hear about it next year. Yeah, usually, you know, by the time that we hear about it, it usually takes another year or two um, to actually come out. So hear about it next year, come out in 2024. Um, hopefully by then we've fully, you know, moved over to the... to, to It would gen. be a game that I would assume is current <laughs> gen and PC or, yeah. There's no way um, that game's last gen. <laughs> There's no way. Not even a clue. God of War is. They keep doing it. Not read that. Not or not GTA Six. GTA Six. If they they should just still release it for PS3, so then it could be the first ever <laughs> like seven generation game. Just uh, like when Ma- like there was the certain years where like Just Dance was releasing for like the Wii, the Wii U, the Switch, the PS3, the PS4, yeah. the PS5. Yeah, mm. they did not care. I like it. <laughs> like all you of you can dance. Exactly. If, if it's just dancing, anything can do that. At least yeah, it's like Game dancing. Boy, Game Boy Color, it's just, just dance. dancing. Just dancing. <laughs> it's right there in the name. 
Um, cool. Well, yeah, that was a, that, I'm gonna be honest. That was a nice little nice little GTA conversation. I'm proud of us. We did good. <laughs> um, want to transition over to stuff we've been playing, stuff we've been watching? Sure. Uh, why not? Who has anything nice to say? <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, oh yeah, yeah. Go, go. Casey, it's your special um, day. I, I just yeah, just I just started uh, Umbrella Academy uh, season three. Um. I, I've like really, really loved that show from the beginning. Like I'm a big My Chemical Romance fan and Gerard Way, the lead singer, apparently wrote this for Dark Horse Comics. Yeah, yeah, it's his comic. Um, huh. And you know, its adaptation has been good. Like, you know, in some place you can see like maybe they skimped on production or CG or whatever, but every season has gotten progressively better in that aspect. And like their fight choreography has gotten better. All the all the character dialogue and like their interactions, all that like continues to like be fun to watch. Um and the, the story is so weird and out there in, in, the, in the way where you feel like, all right, look, what the hell is supposed to happen next? And then they proceed to tell you what happens next. And it's it's absolutely compelling. Like, yeah, uh, it's one of my favorite, like, superhero things in media right now. Like, hmm. it's, it's so quirky and fun. Yeah, I think it's and, one of those shows. Less, it's less uh, nihilistic than The Boys, even though, you know, the world is ending all the time. <laughs> that is yeah for a thing that's just about seasonal apocalypses apocalypse <laughs> right apocalypse i don't know what the plural of apocalypse is apocalypse, apocalypse. <laughs> you got it <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite james bond movie apocalypse uh but uh yeah i i uh i completely agree i also think i like that um it seems like with each season like everyone becomes more comfortable in with their characters and so like mm-hmm. I think, like the bonds and the banter and like the dynamics between any pair or trio of the siblings uh, is really fucking good. Um, yeah, I really like watching them. Like, kind of, because there's there's seven of like the main characters, right? Yeah, seven and, like, siblings. Yeah, they've been apart uh, in terms of story for like a long time, but like over time, like they keep getting thrown into different configurations. Of, like, oh, these yep. guys are together, or these two are together, or whatnot. And, like, it's always funny to see them, or, like, interesting, at least, to see them all bounce off of each other and get to yeah, know each other yeah. because they haven't, you know, been around each other since they were kids and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, without spoiling anything from uh, this season, uh, I really like the the way they sort of wove in um, Elliot Page's transition into yeah. the show. Um, yeah, that was thought, actually really cool. Yeah, and it's, like, handled well in the narrative and, like, I don't know, handled with a fine touch. And I like the fact that like Netflix has been super supportive of it. So I thought that was cool. And it's also really interesting. You'll see that it was a COVID show um, because uh, it is very much they quickly set up like the major setting of the show. And there's not as many um, side characters as there were in previous seasons. Not as many scenes where there's like a bunch of people in a crowd or like you're not going to all these different places. It is very much like, all right, we have a self-contained set and let's hope no one gets sick on this set um yeah like now, now that you mention it I, yeah i do notice that but i but to the show's credit i don't think that has had any impact on like their ability to tell to tell story yeah and i think the the, the thing that allowed them to pivot to is the like you said in season one and season two it flung the main characters like season two literally across time so yeah for a bulk of the season the the main characters weren't in the same time period um Whereas now they're literally in like the same hotel. And so um, that, again, allows for a lot of those dynamics where you're like, oh, I don't remember these three ever going on an adventure together. And so it, uh, yeah, adds a lot of texture to it. So, yeah, I really like it. It's 
funny. I could, you mentioned the boys. Um, and I know uh, Nick's been watching the boys and loving it. And, uh, it is exactly like the boys where there's those shows where when they come on, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is great. <laughs> and I feel the same thing about stranger things, honestly. And I watch it and I enjoy it. And then I never think about it again until it's back. <laughs> like it is like, it is such a weird. And I, I think the boys has the benefit of being weekly. So I think about it for longer. Whereas like uh, stranger things and umbrella Academy, I burned through the weekends. They came out. Mm-hmm. And then now it's almost like fading from my memory, and I'm like, oh, it's too much content to think about it when you come back. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, so I don't know. I feel like Stranger Things has been lingering in my brain for quite a while. Uh, like it has a little bit to do with um, the the song choice. <laughs> that, oh that yeah, yeah. Right right up up hill. Hill. Yeah. And um, honestly, I don't know. Like I, I liked, I liked the story a lot. I just, I just, there's one aspect of it that I think I talked about already that, that I felt like just dragged everything down. But outside of that, like, I've really been into like that whole kid saving the world. Of Stranger Things? Yeah, Stranger Things. Yeah. What was the thing you didn't like? Russia? Uh, No, Russia was fine. Uh, Too much. There's too much Russia. They needed needed less (laughs) Russia. No, Russia was fine in the context of the show. Not like (laughs) Russia's wilded out right now. Wow. But Russia's wild. But no, uh, I did not like the, the whole. Uh, and not to spoil anything, but Eleven, like most like shonen shows, like the most powerful character is taken out of commission for an extended period of time. Yeah, and like there's just a lot of focus on why she's out of commission, and all yeah. of that was just super boring. Yeah, like Goku's got a rehab, right? Like, Go- yeah. Goku's got to like go like to hyperbolic. The... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we, we talked about. It. I don't know. I like the I like the drawn out like reveal of his story, Vecta's story. Um, but yeah, in general, I loved season three. I thought it was super. I mean, uh, season five, four, four yeah. whatever fucking season we're on. There's too many seasons. Yeah, but I I don't remember much of season three of Stranger Things. But this season, though, I definitely like I really love this season. Um, yeah, I just Vecta, remember three. I was just like, they were at a mall a bunch. Yeah, like Ve- Vecta as a character has been really, really good for the show. Like he's. And Casey, you kind of just said it like he's not in the background the entire time. He's there like he's there mm-hmm. fucking with them. He's there, you know, monologuing like it It gave a lot of screen time to the villain to like really make it feel like a real presence. And I feel like a lot of shows have been kind of having that problem where like the villains just like it's in the backdrop. It's, in you know, this this lingering threat. Oh, like every Marvel show ever. Yeah, every Marvel show ever. <laughs> yep. Um, so I, it was a breath of fresh air for me. Like this felt like more classic you know like the villain's right here he's not going anywhere kind of thing yeah it felt like i mean true to its source material it for inspiration i guess it he he felt very much like a present uh 80s uh horror villain mm-hmm. which is funny because yeah the, he's the, very the, freddy kruegery and the actor who plays uh the uh i guess without spoiling the relation uh when they go to the mental institution and there's the or the prison or whatever and there's the guy who's now blind that is played mm-hmm. by Robert Englund, who's Freddy Krueger. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I so, had no idea. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh wow, that, that was like a very um, sort of uh, on, not on the nose nod, but a very clear indication of. Uh, I don't know. I kind of appreciate that they like wear their inspirations with a badge of honor, um, mm-hmm. whether it's you know soundtrack or, or anything like that. Um, yeah, but really good. I think. And uh, and, and then oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, was good. I also enjoyed like the the show delved more into like the actual horror of things going on uh because like yeah it was pretty spooky. i don't yeah like the the clock thing that i don't know why that sound of that thing no. it, 
for as dreadful as it felt for the characters and i heard that thing too it was like setting off my alarm bells in my head let's go like, oh. <laughs> yeah it's uh it's an interesting um it kind of reminds me of how um as harry potter went on it aged with its audience yeah and like by like the last the couple of harry potters like they had some kind of like spooky and intense shit compared to like mm-hmm. all the like child stuff in the first two movies or books or whatever um and this seems like a similar thing like stranger things season one was six seven years ago probably um and so you know people yeah people who might like that thing felt more like you know the kids were kids then like the kids were 12 i don't know in in that first season 10 maybe like if you go back and look they look like little babbies Mm -hmm. um whereas now they're like you know young adults um some of them are outgrowing their characters ages and look very strange and gangly (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) um but uh yeah, I don't know. I, I just think it's it's neat that it's almost like growing up with some of its um, intended audience from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I guess, yeah, the last of the three shows we were sort of lumping together was The Boys, which um, has also mm-hmm. grown up with its audience. Or maybe it's like uh, like dug down with its audience. It's like, OK, <laughs> we're all going to become more depraved together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been really I was, enjoying I was, I was expecting. Yeah, I, I've been expecting more like based on what everyone was saying in terms of how depraved it gets. I was expecting a little more. Like, I, I don't think it's as bad as, like, some scenes out of, like, Game of Thrones, honestly. Like, I don't think it's that over the top. No. Like, it's over yeah, the top. Really. Yes, I mean, there's one. Like, there's the one episode. Yeah. I don't know. As someone who goes to a bunch of orgies, it didn't really bother me. Um, <laughs> that's never happened. They've never ended like that. But, um, but, yeah, no, I like it is insane that the show can be, like, fucking pure, like, gross out like let's do like the weirdest thing possible but then also have like genuinely smart stuff to say on um like patriotic icons and uh uh the 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 length people will go to you know like at what point are you no longer the good guy like if you if you're not drawing a line in the sand then at what point are you as bad as the thing you are fighting um and yeah like i i just think it's it's making all the characters like just really fucking interesting and, and butcher is becoming like a sort of like an iconic all timer for me in terms of, uh, in terms of, uh, sort of superhero genre characters, especially knowing, um, where his character is going to go from the comics and stuff. And then, uh, yeah, the Homelander, read all the, uh, the boys comics and stuff. I have. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll, I'm curious, I, you know, without, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I'm just curious if they're gonna stick to sort of the arcs cause they've, They've they've definitely made some some um, major ish changes. Same thing with Umbrella Academy. They've made some um, you know major ish changes, but the arcs have sort of had a similar form as arcs they've already been on. Um, and yeah, I think it's really um, I think uh, you know having uh, Soldier Boy and uh, Homelander as sort of foils to um, Captain America, I think is uh, pretty great. Yeah, this is one of those shows where like the cat they just got the casting right. Uh, and I feel really like that's, that's something I've noticed more in like these big ensemble shows. Like the cast doesn't work, then the show doesn't work. Uh, mm-hmm. And it just like it doesn't matter like how diverse or whatever you make it. Like the people on screen need to have chemistry, and they need mm-hmm. to it needs to feel like they need to be the character. Because um, the boys really hit the the show that I've been watching is um, uh, Shadow and Bone on Netflix. I finally gave that a shot because I, I started a couple times and never really got hooked into it, uh, and then finally got hooked into it. But like that's one of those shows like the cast doesn't really mesh super well for me even though like the 
especially in the first half of the season. The second half of the first season actually gets pretty good. I'm actually really interested to see where season two goes. Um, but I think, uh, whatchamacallit, Wheel of Time really had that problem where the cast just didn't feel cohesive. But, you know, sometimes I think you said it earlier when you were talking about Umbrella Academy or like, uh, you know, a season two or whatever is where they start to feel more comfortable in their characters and, you know, oh things, yeah, you could have with like sitcoms gel. too. Yeah, yeah. Like, watch the first sitcoms. season of Parks and Rec or The Office or something, and no one knows who their character is yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other show I started was The Terminalist, which uh, is the new uh, Amazon show with Chris Pratt that they've been showing off a lot. Like a very, uh, they've they've been doing like a lot of like, you know, between Reacher and Jack Ryan, like Tom Clancy's stuff. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. military kind of, you know, uh, that's a thrill- TV show. Yep, thrillers. Yep, I 100 percent thought that was a movie. I've seen that trailer. A yeah, bunch I thought of it was times, a movie. Just, yeah, nope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nope. Was, I thought it was a movie too for at first, but because uh, well, no, the Michael B. Jordan actual Clancy thing was a movie without remorse. Yes, and that yes. was the one that at that the end awful. had the like we're building a Rainbow Six like initiative we're, we're moment. Making a rainbow. Yeah, uh, that movie team. was fucking awful. But uh, <laughs> I was, the movie was fine. I thought it the movie was, was fine. So I thought the movie was fine, and in my dumb like reptile brain, when they were like, "We're building a, a rainbow team," and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And then I'm like, "Why?" Yeah, I, I, got excited, so excited. I got so excited. <laughs> I was just really like Michael B. The Jordan. The movie's super mediocre, but it definitely jumped up a couple levels just because he says like, "Oh, we're gonna make we're gonna make rainbow yeah. six. Yeah. Well, so the the terminal list has, features Chris Pratt uh, and not his Mario voice, which I'm thankful for. Uh, <laughs> we don't know but, what it is yet. You're gonna but, cry when you. It's gonna be like that Kojima thing. When you hear the Mario mind. voice, you will cry for the things you've said. But uh, yeah, he he went all out for this show. Like he, I think he went through like tier one operator training just to get ready for this show. Jesus. Uh, and it's a pretty, it's a very violent and like dark thriller, you know, espionage, all that kind of stuff. So I only finished the first episode, but it was uh, it was pretty good. I'm excited to see where it goes. That's Amazon, right? Yep, Amazon Prime. Yeah, Who do you think just... would win out of Chris Pratt and Keanu Reeves now that they've both taken military training? <laughs> uh, yeah, they'll be they'll become the real Rainbow Six. <laughs> I think they should only cast the Chris's. Pratt, Chris, uh Chris Hemsworth, Chris, Chris Pine. Evans. Yeah. Um Man, there's a lot of Chris's. Chris Chris Walken. Chris, Chris Walken, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Christopher yeah, Walken's gonna be like an action thriller, but sure. Chris Listen, if, if Bob Oden if Bob Odenkirk can can Bob Odenkirk had a heart attack because of that. Oh, he sure did. Well, no, that was for <laughs> no. He had a heart attack because uh, well, it was probably it was probably nobody that caused it, and then he had it. Yeah, on it was breaking. Yeah, <laughs> 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 better call Saul. Blame nobody for that. I'm uh, sorry, Jason, stop laughing at his heart attack. Jason Tudor says Christopher Mitzplas, who was McLovin from um, Yes. Has <laughs> he been? Uh, has he done counting anything? Has he, been up to? Has he, he was in like a couple comedies uh, shortly after that, and then I don't know what happened to him. What's it? What's wasn't uh, he a villain in a uh, Kickass? Kickass, yeah, that's right. Oh, he was. Remember Kickass? Oh no, he wasn't a villain. He was a. I forgot there was a Kickass too. I, I think he was. I'm not, not even. I've, not I've never seen Kickass too. too. It's kind of like one of those yeah. Disney movies that got a sequel. I never even thought about it. <laughs> don't bring those up around Casey. Casey will defend some of those. I, I mean, some of them are great. Yeah, matter of fact, the Lion King ones are also great. Liking one, that's one and a half. That's right. Like, liking one, one and a half. One and a half is good, but also liking two Simba's pride. Dope. Oh, chat mentioned uh, Chris Rock. We know Chris Rock can take a hit, so he'll be fine in an action movie. Yeah, that's true. He could, he could. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how crazy that was? <laughs> <laughs> you like that one, Casey? <laughs> that was wild. That was truly wild. Um, Great times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
yeah, TV TV is just lousy with awesome shit right now. Um, I haven't watched this morning's Miss Marvel, but after the four episodes, um, so this week is five, and then next week's going to be the finale. Um, I really, 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 <laughs> really love it. And I wish more people were watching it because it is like far and away the lowest watched of the uh, MCU Disney Plus shows. Whereas I think it's. Yeah, I feel bad about that because I, yeah. I tend to wait to watch shows like that. And yeah, I'm like yeah. <laughs> that it's not yeah. being watched. I think I think it's going to get uh, a, a pretty big bump as a second life when um, you know one of their pillar movies next year is the Marvels, and the first mm-hmm. Captain Marvel made like a fucking billion dollars, and so combine you know having um, Kamala and Brie Larson and then uh, Photon from uh, WandaVision all together in like a team up yep. movie, just cruising across space and punching shit in the face. Um, <laughs> I think will be uh, pretty good. Um, so yeah, Miss Marvel, great, great sense of pace, uh, great sense of place. Probably my, she's my favorite, probably addition to the MCU since, um, Tom Holland. Hmm. So yeah, good stuff. And then I'm going to keep telling people to watch the bear on Hulu. I swear to God, yeah, who, everyone who needs to watch pushing it. that show. <laughs> like they really That's, want you to watch. It. I keep paying <laughs> Hulu. I'm giving like super chats to Hulu to push it to your account. I pay Hulu $5. It's, uh, it's an eight episode, 30 minute, uh, uh, comedy drama set in a uh, a beef sandwich shop in Chicago, and it is uh, one of the best depictions of a kitchen I've ever seen. Uh, one of the best depictions of being uh, obsessed with your work to the point where it literally nearly kills you. Um, but is also the, uh, just a combination of like extremely funny and extremely heartfelt. And there's also one episode that has like a 20 minute single shot without a cut in the kitchen as everything goes awry, which is probably like my favorite episode of anything this year. Great stuff. Oh, that's nice. The Bear. Everyone watch that, the Bear. That's a Hulu original or is that like an it's, FX show that Hulu's pushing? It is. It is produced it is by FX, FX on, on Hulu. It is an FX on Hulu. Yeah. So you can't watch okay. it on FX, the TV show. But you ha- okay. This new cable age sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Hulu specifically does a lot of that <laughs> nonsense because like I, because I want to also suggest Rami, which is a show. Oh that yeah, that show's I think great. Is an FX thing on, but pushed by Hulu maybe. Yeah, and also I'm pretty sure. Um, we'll, we'll talk about Rami for a second. Well, I mean, if if you guys don't know, I can't remember his last name ever. But the the Rami guy Yusef. Rami, he's a Rami Youssef. Yeah, he's a comedian, and it's basically a show that's kind of uh. Bi- biographical about him i guess like growing up in new jersey as a muslim in the post 9-11 world and stuff um and it's you know super funny uh super insightful and like it's it's one of the most beautiful depictions of like religion like Mm -hmm. i mean he's muslim and like they're going into like muslim stuff but like just religion in general it's such a beautiful depiction of like what it it should mean and like how it gets perverted and stuff and Mm -hmm. used in like the wrong ways and whatnot uh, that i've seen on tv like i love that show uh, uh, but it's it's equal parts like just super hilarious as well. It, the bear is the same executive producer and director. Now, okay, yeah, so I'll definitely that guy's watch that next show. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll so, definitely watch that. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wanted to look that up quick when you mentioned Rami. I was like, shit, I'm pretty sure the same dude did the bear. So yeah, check it out. Yeah, I also got to uh, watch uh, the new season of Only Murders in the Building. There's too much TV. There's too much cable. Yeah, that just started. I Damn think, it. Yeah, the first episode of that just went up. Um, I'm yeah. really enjoying the Old Man, uh, which is a, the weekly show TV. with. Uh, what, what, what that shit? Title. Oh, <laughs> <I> really do. <laughs> well, what would you rather call? What would you? What, what's a better name for a show about? Uh, Just call it call it Bridges. There's already a movie called that. <laughs> or no, it's Twenty One Bridges. No, that's like. 21. Yeah, that's 21. Bridges over Madison County. What, is, what if you just call it Jeff Bridges? Bridges and Lithgow. 
Bridges v. Lithgow, Dawn of Justice. Bridges to Lithgow. Um, Honeymoon is yelling about Westworld, but I don't. I don't think any of us have watched it. I think only Darren's watching it. I, no, I'm, I'm I'm caught up. I love. I, I'm oh. like I'm a weird Westworld defender. Yeah, I've watched the, the two episodes. I'm a weird Westworld defender. Even when Westworld's started, bad, I'll wait until like, more's out. Yeah, it's only the yeah, two I love episodes. Westworld. I've loved season one and two. Yeah, um, I, I never <laughs> watched like season two. Uh, I haven't. Wait, was there three? Yeah, that was the Aaron Paul. There are three seasons. Oh, okay, so I lo- yeah. I like that one too. Yeah. I like all of Westworld that I've seen. I forgot. Okay, I guess two seasons took place in Westworld, right? Like in like yeah, Cowboys. and then these two seasons yeah, okay. is Westworld right. minus the Westworld. It's like a, a virgin pina colada. I guess <laughs> um, right, I fused those first two in my brain. Understandably, yeah, yeah, but yeah, ton of good stuff. Uh, Better Call Saul is coming back next week. Um, what I think, what we do in the shadows is coming back next week. God, yeah, fuck, Craig. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then and then madness starts uh, next month with Andor and and She Hulk and House of the Dragon and uh, fucking Lord of the Rings. <sighs> so much Probably gonna be a new season of Survivor. Oh, no, I don't watch that's, that. Bachelor. That's my most anticipated of any. There's Bachelors. I think there's a Bachelorettes where there's. Wait, two I want of them. the new. I want the new. Is there a new naked? Wait, you get, you get two. <laughs> you get to marry two, two Bachelorettes. That's what's going on. <laughs> the Poly Bachelor. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, like, yeah, they're wilding on TV. Okay. It was, yeah, what happens? What, what, what happens in that? What if he's like, yeah, I don't I don't want just one. I want them both. <laughs> they should just start combining shows where it's The Bachelor, but it's also set in Westworld. Why don't they just have The Bachelorette meet The Bachelor? Like, what and is all problem solved? <laughs> the Bachelorette. I'm sure they've had to have a show where The Bachelor the and crossover. The Bachelorette are. <laughs> or, yeah, the crossover of the ages. Um, <laughs> okay. That was a lot. Of, yeah, TV's, TV's really TV's good. A There's a lot of TV. Well, yeah, and then we got the and then there's movies. There's like fucking Thor. Nobody's seen that yet. Besides Darren. Well, comes out tomorrow. Yeah. What do you want us to talk about? We haven't seen it yet. Oh no, I was just saying there's <laughs> oh. a lot of movies. Like I'm just it's like after Metal Gear tomorrow, I'm going to see Thor. Love just, and Thunder. I just you got to my, pick the version. Is it like Pokemon Red and Blue? I just got my four four yeah, yeah, K copies one. of uh, Everywhere All at Once and uh, Nice. Uh, what what should I call it? Fuck. I forgot what it's called now. Batman, uh, the Tom Cruise, the other Tom Cruise movie, the Moonfall. No, that's not Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Yeah. Uh, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Gone. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. They finally released uh, it in 4K. I have not seen that movie since theaters. So I'm excited to watch it again because I don't. I don't think I've ever seen it on a streaming service. It's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. It used to air all the time on like a network TV. Yeah, yeah. Was, like, yeah. Commercial, like commercial stuck in it. So right. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah. I haven't I haven't watched Everywhere All at Once yet. I also have a 4K copy of The Northman that I haven't watched yet. So I got a couple good movies to check out. That I've been Man, you go whole, you go whole hog in the movies you're not sure you're going to enjoy. <laughs> well, I'd rather spend twenty dollars on a movie I'm not sure I'm going to enjoy. Than spend twenty dollars at a theater. Oh, you got to go. I've never, Darren, Darren I've never spent me. twenty dollars for. You got to go go uh, first showing uh, Saturday morning. You and the old people. No Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday evening. I think they do like five dollar movies here. So. Yeah, that's what Marcus theaters do here too. Yeah, yeah, do that. There you go. But then I gotta okay. like leave my house. I could just you know not do that. Uh, you do have to leave your house. That is true. Yeah, I mean you're moving, so like on your way hey, to your new I house, bought, you should. I bought. I don't. I will not need to ever go to a theater again because I bought an LGC one for my basement with a new sound system, and it's gonna be glorious. I I butchered that word. I said like glorious, but it's just glorious. Amazing. We knew what you meant. Fantastic. You can go to the theater again, but yeah, how are you gonna like uh, get COVID and eat popcorn? My own house. You're gonna get COVID in your own house. Somehow it'll come through the vent. I don't know. Are you gonna get a popcorn machine? Fuck no. Jesus. 
that was like yeah, a, I'm also anti popcorn. I don't like popcorn. Gets what? everywhere. It gets stuck in your is, teeth. It gives you yeah, bad breath. It's sand from it's fucking Back of the Clones. It is sand. Preach, it's the Nick. same thing. <laughs> it's like eating sand. Jesus Christ. The only I way it's good it. is if you douse it in butter. Me. Unless you want to be healthy and not put anything on it, like my dad, who's weird. He just eats plain yeah, that's popcorn. Weird. That's because it's healthy. That's how I feel about people who eat unsalted peanuts. Who was on stream the other day bitching about salt? Not me. I'm pro salt. Oh, wait. No, that was my meetup group. Somebody doesn't like salt on there. <laughs> somebody, somebody was shocked that you put salt on pretzels. Like, what? Where have you been? That's literally pretzels. I, Isn't yeah. that pretzels? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. uh, as far Is as even games. A pretzel without the salt? I, I don't think so. It's bread. Yeah, it's just, yeah it's just weird Bavarian twist bread. <laughs> yeah. That nonsense out of here. I don't need any of that. Uh, anyways, as far as games we've been playing, I have a whole list of games I've been playing. It's kind of ridiculous. So I'm still working on the Quarry. I've been streaming Wasteland 3. I just finished Wilson Lords of Mayhem. Uh, I have started Moonlighter. And then I started Ruin, uh, Ruin King, that League of Legends story. On my, on my oh, Steam Deck. Oh, yeah. I got ESO installed on my Steam Decks. So I've been playing some of that. I've been playing some of Ace Combat 7. I started Pillars of Eternity 2. <laughs> How many of these games are you going to finish? Probably none of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll probably finish Wasteland. I feel like you're contractually obligated to finish Wasteland on stream. Yeah, so. well, I, I will I finish why. Wasteland, yeah. But Nick listening to all those games reminded me of uh, like just yanking cartridges out of like a Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I uh, like I haven't like I think I've talked on on the podcast before. I haven't used my Steam Deck all that much, and then like a couple weeks ago, I told you guys finished Haven on it. Uh, I just finished uh, what was the other? I just finished the second game. Uh, uh, shit, Children of Morta. I also finished that on Steam Deck. Uh, some, Mordor. Children of like Morta. Gollum? Children oh. of Morta. Uh, Is so I, Mordor's child. Pretty much. Mm, well, they uh, they tortured him in Mordor. There might be baby Smeagles so around. I think, yeah, they gave birth to that version of him. Sure. Yeah, and I guess where <laughs> you're tortured doesn't make you a child of that. It's not like there's a bunch <laughs> yeah. of like children of Quatah. Um, but yeah, no, I'll probably. I'm I'm actually like Ace Combat Seven runs like a dream on the Steam Deck, so I'll probably finish that on there. Are you uh, an Ace Combat fan? What happened? Like, why? Why? It was uh, it was really yeah, weird that you. Yeah, we 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 talked about it when you weren't here last week. Uh, when you were in the, stuck in the void, I've played I like here. pretty much. Yeah, I pretty much played all the I pretty much played all the Ace Combat games. Uh, I just never got around to seven for some reason. I think it was one of those games I just didn't want to spend sixty dollars on. And then on the Steam Summer Sale, I got like tw- got it for twelve bucks. So, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, so I'll finish that on the Steam Deck. Uh, Ruin King, the the League of Legends story that um, it's a turn based uh, RPG from the uh, Airship Syndicate who made Battle Chooses Night War. Night War. Jeez, I just can't speak today. And uh, Battle Dark- Jesus Night War and Darksiders Genesis. Uh, yeah, I- I'm finding this Ruined King game to actually be really good. Casey, I think you might like it if you liked Arcane. Um, and if you like some turn based combat, didn't Elise review that? Yes, for three yeah, that was a game that was like stealth dropped, right? Uh, kind of, yeah, yeah, or like it was yeah, announced, think- but then they were like during a stream, they were like, it's out now. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think Elise was too hot on it from the review, if I remember. Yeah, I don't think she's huge on turn-based games. Um, but if you liked Arcane, like this has like this game out of the gate has incredible art. Uh, the voice acting is super, super good. I was super shocked by that. Like it's drawn me into the story almost immediately. 
and it, there is like a lot of extra League of Legends lore, but it it's so far it's understandable uh, from where where it is in the story. Like I, that, I know what's going on. I just don't know who any of the characters are. But a lot of the game is about teaching those characters. Um, so it's like if you really liked Arcane, like it's really expanding that world in a sense of like here's another group of characters and everything. But the uh, like the comic art that kind of goes through the story with, from Joe Matarero is incredible. So I mean like. I'm shocked how how quickly I was like, oh yeah, I really like this as I started playing it last night. So this is all about story for you then. Uh, the the game, or, the, or are the you combat's enjoying the gameplay as well. Yeah, I mean the combat and art and everything is really good. Like I'm, it's a because it is a tur- it's a turn based RPG. Yeah, I am notorious. I'm tend to not, not be a fan of, of that. <laughs> yeah, it's fast enough that it's not like I mean you can speed up the combat and everything, but uh, I don't know. I, I feel like if you gave it a shot you might be interested in it if you like the league of legends lore from the show i like the show i don't care about league of legends <laughs> yeah I, I don't know like i i'm surprised at like how interested i am like as the but this, the is, lore. this is making you more interested in league of yeah legends. yeah i think uh, the game like the the moba itself i don't really have any interest in but like i'm finding that like the world and characters of league of legends is actually a lot more fleshed out than i ever thought it was and it's actually mm. kind of fun it's like it's pretty interesting like there's it's a lot darker and a lot more like really a lot of meat on the bone that i wasn't kind of prepared for uh so i don't know i you know i think a lot of people wrote it off because like the moba and the fan base nice. yeah but i think there's a lot of interest like it's a really neat fantasy world how many imagine dragon songs does it have i don't know <laughs> i haven't got that far i don't want to play it <laughs> <laughs> i think that's i think arcane was the first time they were part of it but uh every time i hear that song uh they, they play it on the radio every so often like when i'm driving really and I'm, I'm like, what are you whack? you can't play tv theme songs on the radio like you can play the family matters song like the fucking full house song what's going on to be some, honest some some tv theme songs do belong on the radio that's true but they but they never do that because the radio sucks i mean i mean if they put halo music on the radio i'll be all over it. somebody should make like a video game rate music radio channel <laughs> i imagine there's ten thousand of those online <laughs> yeah, but, yeah the the streaming, like like pandora probably has something like yeah that. there's always like oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean i mean like pandora. i mean like a, yeah i mean like an actual wrestling radio, radio show <laughs> yeah uh, uh that'd be sock the surprise yeah, Dobby Sock is surprised there's League of Legends lore. Yeah, apparently there's a shit ton of it. Like, I guess just over all this time, they've been building all that within the game. Yeah, isn't there like hundreds of characters? Yeah, there's, there's over 150 characters in League of Legends. I yeah, didn't know all, that they either. All got backstories. <laughs> yeah, there's 150 Pokemon and none of them have backstories. Yeah, so League of Legends is better than Pokemon. Marty said it first. Pokemon subreddit's going to come after you, Marty. Did I? Was that what I said? <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> oh, no. That's just so good when I said that uh, I said that Miyazaki is just making uh, the MCU a video game. Um, it's fine. Um, no one's crying. You know, you guys were talking about uh, uh, theme songs that should be on the radio. I just in my release radar on uh, Spotify, a a band called Galactic Empire did a rock take on the Jurassic Park theme, and it's actually really good. Yeah, I can feel that. John John Williams has. <laughs> That, that's that's an iconic theme. You know what? I've had zero desire to go see in theaters. That fucking dinosaur movie. Yeah. Yeah, they've been they've been pushing a lot I'm of sad. ads too, and I'm I find their advertisers weird. Park sucks. Yeah. Because don't like a, a bunch of people die in every Jurassic Park movie. So like, why do they keep trying to get kids to watch these movies? Also, why do they keep opening the park? <laughs> that the too, park is know. the world now. I, I'm so sad that those movies suck because 
it's it's fine. They made one 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 in six isn't a bad uh, bad (laughs) average for for making movies. Uh, Guarantee, guarantee, Jurassic Park doesn't ever come back to theaters after Dominion, and it just now they're gonna make a streaming show of it. That was probably already in the cards. Yeah, Paramount Plus, Jurassic. Wait, no, who who owns Jurassic? Disney. Disney owns Jurassic Park now, right? Disney. Do they? Does Disney? Like Netflix has Euro- like a kids it's, it's, TV no, it's universal show. because people always said they want Fast and the Furious and Jurassic Park to collide. Oh, right, that's so fucking <laughs> stupid. Don't people, ever do this. People are fucking sickos. You but know who wrote worse than IGN movie. wrote that? Yeah, IGN wrote what? That Jurassic Park just doesn't embraces stupid. It's like no, we have enough stupid shit. <laughs> but it's already like unintentionally embracing the stupid, so just do it intentionally. No. Yeah. I... I don't feel like you can just pivot like that when you've tried like legitimately to be good and end up being stupid. You can't just be like, all right, we'll just be stupid now. Yeah, it's just because <laughs> we meant to be dumb the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I don't buy it in that case. Uh, yeah, so, exactly. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why I thought like Disney was producing Jurassic Park now. But oh, it's because Disney uh, produces literally fucking everything. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. So that, that that actually checks out. Uh, so, before you do super chats, Casey, you've been playing anything you want to talk? About? I don't play games, so I don't, I don't have anything. To uh, I've I've really just been playing nothing but Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak still. So uh, I don't so really even have after the review, you're still playing it. Yeah, I, I am still playing it. Um, I'm I'm into the end game stuff. Like there's there's more stuff. Like there's just so much more stuff. And Capcom, as they tend to do with all the Monster Hunters, like they're going to be releasing like more events and uh, updated uh, quests and whatever. Uh, there's just a lot to do in that game. Um, I, I did get a copy for Switch, and I'm kind of dreading the fact that in order to like get to where I am on PC, I have to put like another 30 hours in. <laughs> but I'm probably gonna do that. In all honesty, it'll probably take longer. But uh, yeah, I'm obsessed with Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. It's nice. it's fantastic. Play it. There you go, Monster Hunter. Did, did they, people were asking if they sent you the Monster Honey Zunnies. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Monster Hunty Zundies? All right, coin that. Uh, I would <laughs> wear those if Monster Hunty Zundies undies. As a pre-order bonus? Yeah. Yeah. I, we need to, I, need to, I, need to, I need to pitch that over to Capcom. Get out of this editor job and become the creator of Monster Hunty Zundies. Yeah, I want, some, I want some big werewolf undies for uh, Resident Evil Village. <laughs> the, for, <laughs> the former editor of the, the Escape is now. now All right, I'll play it now. Monsty Hunty Undies, that's right. Uh, I remember, really I remember when I coined that with Jack. <laughs> I am really excited this weekend to play uh, the new the Klonoa remasters. Did you guys ever fuck with Klonoa? I know of him. I've never played those games. I have a friend who's obsessed with that friggin' rabbit thing. He's a weird little what is Yeah, those Klonoa. were uh, Namco Bandai. Uh, he's, he's, like a, he's like an original creature, but he's got big floppy ears like a rabbit. So He's like he's the same species as the Animaniacs, I feel like. Yeah, he's like yeah, he's a yakko, wacko, and dot. Uh, but yeah, those were like really uh, charming uh, puzzle platformers. For um, they made one for the PS One and one for the PS Two, and then uh, they've bundled them and remastered them. Um, and they're great. I, I think they're lovely. And it comes out on Friday on everything, so I'm I'm excited to play those because I only play games that remind me of better days. Because <laughs> <laughs> new games make me sad. Um, oh. Cool, Nick. Do you wanna you wanna go over those SCs? We can <clears throat> get your super chats in, guys. We're starting to read them. If you yes. haven't already, 
Uh, Andrew Hickmottom donated five pounds. Says, I really hope Rockstar do more with the life sim side of things, like those roleplay mods you can get where folks populate the world and do legal jobs, etc. I think hasn't uh, Red Dead Two has like a pretty prominent role playing community. Yes. It yeah, is. like it's better suited to that. Yeah, because it's less like I'm playing a, a murderer and more like I'm I'm playing like a dude who just loves his horse. Yeah, random stuff uh, on the street you're walking down tends not to explode in the Wild West. So. That's true. Some, yeah. Some dude is going to get the poor job of picking up all that horse shit behind every player. Or having that measures. realistically modeled horse shit that <laughs> they already have. solidifies in the sun. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it yellow? I mean, yeah. hey, Wasteland 3 has the snowballs that you can piss on and throw it at people. So Wasteland 3 is better than future. Red Dead. That's a decision Truly. that was made by someone. Yeah, <laughs> truly the way of the future. Uh, Tyrell 007, member for two months and bonus content, says boxers or briefs. Also remember to take a minute and appreciate the good things in your life, be they many or few. Oh, that was nice. Thank you. Boxer briefs. Best of both worlds. Uh, boxers. I don't. I don't fuck with briefs. <laughs> I don't know what I'm wearing right now. Briefs. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what, what do you mean you don't know where, what, what i don't know <laughs> wait what do you mean right now like do you do you have like all of them i yeah i put on both actually no i'm just saying like, i wear i not, wear the like, briefs and then i put boxes over the briefs okay okay like i mix my boxers like, jesus you mix <laughs> uh deep says you just don't want to admit that you go commando all the time i think that's possible in this heat yeah might as well. I just say it's so, hot. it's so hot. Why is it so hot? It's going to be 110 with the heat index today. It's so hot. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. You, you got to put on drawers when it's that hot. <laughs> yeah, you can't be sweating all over the place. <laughs> hey, man. We got, I'm only here in this apartment complex for like two more weeks. I'll do what I want in that pool. You never, you never getting, you never getting your security deposit back. You're gonna be free balling in the pool. Are you kidding me? It's just gonna be ass cheek stains on the floor. It's that twelve hundred goodbye. King Dead, forty two member for twenty two months and bonus content says will to, will GTA six be a new eighties style Vice City? Would they use this as a new expanded world for GTA Online? Time hopping would be weird if they didn't address it. I would. I don't know. I kind of want. I would kind of want them to try a new city, but I also don't know what city is like interesting enough for enough. them. Yeah, um, there were Arizona. some. The, the city of Arizona. I think Saints Row. The new Saints Row <laughs> I mean, is already Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, I think Saints yeah. Row is in Arizona. Oh right. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Why haven't they had Vegas yet? <laughs> they did. Uh, Vegas is in San Francisco. Yeah, That's one of the three cities. Yeah. Oh. Well. Yeah. Vegas and San Francisco. Yeah, um, little, little Detroit. Toronto. I could do Midwest. I could do I could do like a little a little That's everything surrounding the Great Lakes. Give me Chicago. Give me Detroit. Toronto. Give me says Baltimore. That would just be the wire. I'm down with that. That would just that would just be the wire. Um, which the wire is great. And I don't feel like uh, they get, I don't says feel like New they Orleans can... too cliche. Well, what's it called? Was New Orleans, right? Um Assassin's was, uh, Creed Mafia Liberation. Three. No. Mafia three. three. <laughs> oh. I mean, yes, Assassin's Creed Liberation was New Orleans. So. <laughs> that was New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. Andrew Hickbottom donates two pounds and says, bring back fat CJ. I want to eat myself oh, man, obese. Fat CJ was great. Remember how you could eat a bunch of burgers and then you'd be fat and then you'd like yeah. ride on a bike for like 20 minutes and you'd not be <laughs> fat anymore? Where was that at? 
San Andreas. GTA San Andreas. San Andreas like tried to introduce like survival sim elements where you had to eat in order to maintain. You had to eat. You had to eat. It was really bad. You had to eat, um, and if you ate too you much, to you would just exercise. become fat. Yeah. I have only played GTA 3, 4, and parts of 5. Oh, you skipped even Vice City? Yep. I was oh, not. My, that GTA was like the one game that my parents would not let me get as a kid. Uh, they, a they heard all the propaganda, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I also oh, had yeah, Gears right. of War Red where Dead. I could chainsaw things, so I don't know. Red Dead 2 had San Denis, which was pretty much uh, New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Yvonne Z, member for 25 months, did not post anything. You know what, Yvonne? 25 <laughs> months tried. is, is uh, <laughs> it's incredible. nothing to scoff at. That's incredible. Yep. Thank you for your <laughs> Chats, diligence. Chat's telling me to get the definitive editions. Hell no, I ain't buying those. <laughs> oh, I heard they're really good. <laughs> no. Haven't they sort of fixed them? I will, I, will, uh, I will play San Andreas when it comes to VR. Because that sounds awesome. GTA and VR sounds great. Yeah, but San Andreas in VR sounds nauseating. Oh, shit. Here we go again in VR. That'd be okay. That'd why would, be nice. why yeah. would they put GTA in VR? Why not? VR is for chodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just mad I don't have a VR headset. So yeah. I'm mad at VR and I'm mad at uh, people who have Steam Decks. <laughs> uh, Nick the OG donates $2. Says Butcher of Blaviken equals the better Butcher. Butcher of Blaviken. What is that? That's, uh, is that Witcher? Uh, Witcher? Yeah, that's Witcher. Yeah, Witcher. Shit. Why did I know that was Witcher? I didn't even play the Witcher. Blaviken, I feel they like that's a word in the show. show. Okay. Okay. show. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick um, the OG with another $2 says, we know Chris Rock can take a hit $2 joke for sure. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Nick was so quick. To, I like how <laughs> Nick immediately moved on from the Witcher thing to a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Deebs, that I said VR was for chodes. <laughs> I don't take it back. But no, I'm you're sorry. not. You're not sorry. <laughs> I don't take it back, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but I don't take it back. I know. I fixed it for I you. I leave it in the public <laughs> record, uh, but I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and Evil Apple Juice with the final donation as of right now. Donates $5. Says, as a guy who grew up on Jurassic Park, Dominion is my salty, buttery popcorn that is awful, but I can't stop eating it. See, well, I'm also weird about Jurassic Park because I like, uh, uh, call it? Uh, what was the pain? second movie called? Suffering. I do like pain Lost World. Yeah, the Lost World. I like the Lost World more than the original movie, even though I love the original movie. And I don't like, uh, I don't like Jurassic Park three anymore. I liked it when I was a kid. I don't like uh, Jurassic World, and I do like Fallen Kingdom. So I have weird taste in Jurassic Park movies. <laughs> Fallen Kingdom, the one where a bunch of dinosaurs fell off a cliff. Yeah, was uh, that was that. that one? Well, that that's the, like the horror movie one, pretty much. For part that of that was it. like where the where the back half was like a uh, bunch of rich Got, people gothic, from, like, gothic dinosaurs. Night. Yeah, I do. I do. I don't know, but I have weird taste in Star Wars movies too. I guess I don't know. <laughs> weren't wasn't there a podcast where you said you said there've only been three good Star Wars movies and Revenge of the Sith was one of them? Yes. What the fuck? I love Revenge <laughs> of the Sith. Leave me alone. What's wrong with you? Uh, I like Revenge of the Sith. I like Rogue One, and I like The Empire Strikes Back. And there's parts of the Last Jedi I like, but fine. no, they're not all fine. The Rise of Skywalker is a big pile of shit. 
No, I think no, I meant out of the ones on. you listed. Oh, okay. We're all fine. <laughs> <laughs> I will not hear any defense of the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Guys, we don't know how it happened with Palpatine. <laughs> just, he's just back. We just got to deal with him. He's back. And he might be someone's grandpa. We don't know. <laughs> We're just going to have to deal with it. Uh, fuck, George Lucas, get out of here. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's like me with Halo. I hear somebody talking shit about Halo. I pop in. George Lucas just yeah. shows up when anybody says something bad about Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, that's really funny. Um, that's it, guys. We did it. Yeah, I know, Billy. He's wrong. New, uh, A New Hope and uh, Return of the Jedi are just way better. Well, I like, I like those movies. I just don't like them as much as those ones. Anakin, you're breaking my heart. It's okay. I I will bring balance to the forest eventually, and then kill everybody that, again. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, that's. <laughs> a, that's I mean, if there's nobody level. around, that sounds pretty balanced to me. He didn't. I mean, even, that's he what Thanos' whole plan was. He right? didn't even. <laughs> Anakin didn't even bring balance to the forest when there's clones of the the Emperor anyway. So there's all. Uh, a ruse. Well, just because balance doesn't mean balance can become unbalanced. He brought balance for a little he, bit. He needed to get rid of Disney if he wanted to bring balance to the force. You need to throw Bob Iger down the Death Star trench. That or Kathleen Kennedy and her idea of, I don't want a too dark Obi-Wan show, even though it's literally about order after Order 66. <laughs> yeah, but Star Wars is for babies. Star Wars is for kids. It's, it's not anymore. Okay, no, so wait, 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 wait. Star Wars is for baby children. Let's go back a second. Stranger Things had to grow up with his audience with Star Wars doesn't. Explain that story for baby children. I, did they fucking what? The, the people get the their arms thing, and legs snapped apart. What do you mean? Everything for in the year 2022 has been for baby children, except Hulu on FX is the bear. That's the only thing it's for adults. <laughs> I will not. not I will not accept that Stranger Things is for children when he's literally ripping people's eyes out and breaking all of their limbs. Kid, the kids' limbs. I mean, the season before That's gonna, that wasn't didn't a giant Cthulhu monster like consume a bunch of people into a, a giant mass like it's the Dead. same level of yeah it's, <laughs> it's the same level of, of four kids or kids, four kids can handle it they watch a bunch of slender man videos and kids are all up on those yeah, kids like a ton of horror shit yeah, I'm kids are fucked up generation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah somebody tried to mimic slender man that didn't go so well so i mean those two girls murdered a girl here in wisconsin and said that some other man told them to do it so that right good. that's what i was thinking of. right no, but that's because Wisconsin's fucked up. Wisconsin's fucked up. It's too hot in the God. summer. It's too cold in the winter. Our and, politicians and once are, a while people do terrible murders. Our politicians are bad now. Wait till we get the kids that are politicians that think Slenderman is a real fuck. Honestly, Slenderman <laughs> would at least probably like fight for reproductive rights stronger than the Democrats. Are currently yeah, he, he so. does. He does always need more people to take victims. Democrats, <laughs> yeah, Democrats wouldn't just or, or Slenderman wouldn't just roll over and give up. <laughs> Jesus, so, Slenderman twenty twenty four. And that's your daily dose of politics. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying he'd be our tallest president. Do you think if Slenderman more height, if Slenderman was in GTA San Andreas, do you think he could become fat Slenderman? <laughs> uh, is, is Slenderman a cryptid? Uh, I think Slenderman's a cryptid, right? Or he's like a what's he's like a an person? S, he's an SCP. The the that's like the control stuff. Link. Uh, yeah, whatever those. So he's are. an object of power. You know what? Uh, he's an object of power. Tajar says uh, "fatter man," but that's just fat man from. Uh, <laughs> but no, you should have made a character named Fatter Man. That was his son. <laughs> that was incredible. 
You know what? Absolutely. Oh, it's creepy pasta. That was the word I was thinking of. Ah. You know what movie scarred me as a kid that my parents had me watch? The Fly. That oh, trans yeah. that transformation yeah, sequence that. is yeah. fucking disgusting. I've never watched I've never watched it again after seeing that scene. That scene. Oh, you guys movie. should check out the fly. It's great. Jeff Goldblum's got big old bug eyes in that movie. Oh, Turns he's into a fly. Oh, it is Jeff Goldblum. Okay, I guess I'm gonna have to rewatch. It is. He's the that. fly. He's the titular fly. There's the John uh, Fly. Dog Soldiers is getting a 4K re-release. I'm excited for that one. What, the werewolf oh, movie? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's what a. That? It's a, it's that? a I've never heard Nick, of that. You never it's watched a really movie. weird movie that. It's, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's a really. It was on Sci-Fi all the time. <laughs> it's, one of, it's like the one of the one classic movie that Sci-Fi. I hosted. can't imagine they did any work to actually like update that print to 4K, right? Uh, I don't know. They did you, just a right-click, save as uh, Dog Soldiers dot 4K. Like, probably yeah, good enough. Yeah, someone will buy it. That's probably what they did. Yeah. yeah, Dog Soldiers, Casey is aliens with werewolves. That's a good description, Jason Tudor. Like aliens the movie with werewolves, yeah. not aliens yeah. the concept with werewolves. You, you might like it. Oh, are they you're trapped on a spaceship? Well, no, you're not trapped like that. They're <laughs> trapped in a cabin that could be a spaceship, I guess, if you think about it. If you're high enough, sure. Is what what is the Earth hurtling through space if not a spaceship? Yeah, that's true. We're always on a spaceship. Uh, yeah, I guess. On that I- note. It's time to wrap this up. I gotta get the ZP published, and I just got KC's new review code in. He oh, is, has a new job. What? <laughs> Not for another week. <clears throat> oh, he's li- what? No, yeah, show. literally this week. I started. Okay. Double. Anyways, what we, Casey? What do you, what do you got going on? Oh, uh, me? Um, not too much. Uh, Marty and I, we finished Metal Gear Solid. To tomorrow, uh, we'll be going for as long as it takes to get through the rest of that bonker story. So Shouldn't be too much that. longer than normal, depending on yeah, if we actually saved like where we saved near the end. Yeah, <laughs> right. We might have to rewatch some stuff possibly, but that's <laughs> fine. Um, outside of that, um, new episode of the Sigma Show uh, is up on uh, the Open Party YouTube, or you can just watch the VOD on my Twitch channel, Sigma Gears Nine. Um, and outside of that. Uh, I don't know. Just follow follow me on Twitter. I'll I'll have news of, of things and such. Um, and I'll be gone after Thursday for about two weeks before I start popping back up on streams and stuff. So um, don't worry. Um, I haven't left entirely. I'll I'll be back. All right. So that's that's pretty much it for me. AC will be rebooted. Dang, I thought we finally got rid of him. Oh, oh, uh, sorry, Casey, you're still here. Dang, we're still streaming. <laughs> you didn't even know he was here. <laughs> I don't know. He, he took he took a turn. job. He took a job on my favorite games, so he's checked out in my mind. <laughs> Ace Combat Seven. Nope, Rainbow Six. Until I need to oh, yell yeah. at you about headshots, <laughs> I'm gonna tag you every time. Yeah, I think I'll I got forward cheated. all of your messages okay. directly to. I'm gonna the be top your. Top I'm gonna be your most vocal customer going forward. You'll forward all the messages uh, directly to your recycling bin. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, where were you last night? Rainbow Six Siege was down, and I wanted to play it. Or did like, you guys, fix it? Check this out. Do, yeah. do exactly the opposite of everything this guy wants. <laughs> no, fix it. Uh, that's Marty. Really dumb. Nick, what do you... Oh, no, who, who goes first? You go first? I go first. That you, was... go, you go first, because I'll update people on Breakout moving forward. Incredible. I don't even know what's going on for coming forward, so I'm excited to hear Thank that. <clears throat> um, yeah, like Nick said, we have uh, post CPs a go later today, correct? 
Yes, he's going to play. Well, I, I, nobody's, nobody knows what the topic is yet, so I'll keep it under wraps until it goes out for members. Orc massage. Was it orc massage? It's probably orc massage. Uh, so yeah, tune in later for orc massage. Um, and then, uh, yeah, tomorrow Nick and I will be back at noon, uh, starting Return of the King, Casey and I at three with Metal Gear Solid 2. Um, you can also check out uh, Darren Love uh, 3MR on uh, Strange New Worlds this season, which has been, uh, according to a lot of people, just, just real primo Star Trek. So um, check that out. And then uh, my uh, quest log, which has been available to members for the past week on Neon White slash Toonami, uh, will be available to everyone tomorrow. So I hope you guys check that out. Um, and then Friday, uh, Darren will have his 3MR of the boys. Nick and Amy will be back for Divinity. Uh, the, on Saturday, Adventures Night, episode six goes up for members. I think there's also a new extra punctuation this week for members. I don't know. If you're not a member, yep. what, are you, what are you doing? Unless you're spending the money on like food or shelter, then yeah. that's good. But if you're spending it on willy-nillies and popcorn and trinkets and fucking penny candy. Yeah. Cut that out. I'm a member. I'm a member. Yep, so you've already got you already got uh and in the frame on the boys for members that went out on Monday. Uh and then uh yep, tomorrow or today you get ZP, tomorrow you get extra punctuation on Resident Evil. Uh and then yeah, Saturday, new adventures night for members, so a bunch of new stuff. Uh as breakout for going forward, I think uh with KC doing the new job, we're gonna be looking at moving this back to the evenings on Wednesdays instead of doing it in the morning. Uh, so we're looking probably, you know, I don't know, seven to 9 PM central, something like that after post EP after dinner time. Uh, but we will figure that out, but we're just letting you guys know now in advance. Uh, and then <laughs> next week we don't know who is going to be on breakout yet, but we're figuring that out. Uh, and then some other streams may be moving times as well, like hidden gems, hidden gems may be moving back to the evening as well, as well as, uh, the metal gear solid three streams going forward. Yeah, so don't worry. We're going to definitely keep playing with Metal Gear Solid 3, um, but just might be a little bit later in the evenings. Yes. Deep says Marty doesn't seem pleased with that change. I'm, it's fine. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, 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 I stream in the, the evenings often, so it doesn't bother me. Yes. Yes, I think we're, um, we're, none of us are morning people. I don't know. Marty, are you morning person? I'm actually, I'm actually a morning people. I just don't I, sleep a lot. It's not great. It's not healthy. Oh, okay. You yeah, I'm that. pretty much the same. I, I can get up early, and then I just don't go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're not like we're not like honey money, but we're, it's, yeah. it's close. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we're honey like honey money, money ever sleeps. Yeah. So, All right. um, uh, yeah. and Rob Mace, you may like today's ZP. Then, so we'll see you all back here in twenty minutes for ZP. Bye. If you're a member, I don't know if you're a member. Rob Mace is Rob Mace a member? Let's see. Rob Mace Rob is a member. Is you will you will enjoy today yeah. then. <laughs> bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye, everybody. Mm-hmm.